This Bible teaching comes to you from the Apostolic Church All Nations Centre in Kennington, London. Here now is Pastor Abraham Saki with the Word of God. We continue with our series on uh, We Are Family. Let us be a family. And today I'm going to speak on the subject, A Family of Friends. When we get into February, we'll continue with that. You know, Sandra preaches a mini sermon, not a mini sermon, just said, so what? We are, we are family. Are we family? Yeah. No, no, I'm not asking for you to answer that. I'll tell you when I want you to answer. When I ask you to answer, I won't answer. When I don't ask you to answer. <laughs> you look at somebody and go, are we family? Yeah. Shy. I said, I'm not looking for answer for you. Ah, can you No. You look at somebody and say, whoa. Because you expect to see the family trait. For some of us, uh, they say, oh, uh, the, 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 the stock brought you and left you there and went. Because you don't play, you don't look like the rest of the family. That is in the, in the physical. Let me cut to the chase without. Uh, so what are my objectives for this message? To bring the body of Christ closer, ever closer, and in his image. Closer and ever closer and in his image. Bringing us closer, closer. In another man's image will be just trouble. You know what happened to the Tower of Babel? They became one. And God said, hey, 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 something's happening over here. When people become one, they become unbeatable. To strengthen family ties with a cement of friendship. I use the word a cement of friendship. That's it. That's how far my, my building, but to hold us to something that holds us together. Family ties, both nuclear and Christian, are blood ties. We were bought by the blood of Christ. I cannot do anything about it. I said, oh, no, no, don't save, don't save that one, Lord. No, she's, she's, oh, don't say it, Abraham. Like you get yourself in trouble with me. So don't say, she comes, so where do you come from? Up, uh, Uppington, come on. What's Uppington compared to Bermondsey? Don't save her, Lord. She, no. You can't. God saves who he wants. So there's nothing I can do about it. I was thinking the other day, can you imagine um, a rich a rich family member is dead and they're going to share, they're going to read a will. And as they read, somebody turns up. Oh, two, two people and say, what are you doing here? Well, I'm family. Say, hoi, hang on. Get away from here. You're not family. You know why? Because what is going to be divided, the, the lower thing is going to be much. Some of you are bemused. You don't know what I'm talking about. There'll be more to go to be shared with. So you want as few as possible. But we are family. We have family. What sweet words. I won't mention any, but sometimes you, you, you ask about somebody. I say, oh yeah, I'm family. Oh, it's my family. That's name dropping. Then of course, God say, oh, through marriage. We became family through marriage. On the other hand, I consider friendship as a spirit tie. So there is a blood tie of which you and I can do nothing. God forbid, if your mother or father, somebody goes and play, plays away from home. Or before they came, they have been not too good. They come with somebody, they are family. Whether you like it or not, they are family. The Lord will tell you, they are family. And somebody gets born again because some evangelist goes and pray. They are family. That's nothing you can do about it. But when it comes to friendship, that's a different ball game. And um, I hope to explain my, in my puny mind what I mean by friendship. So I said both blood and spirit ties are necessary if the kingdom of Christ is to go on from victory to victory. Blood ties. Spirit ties must be in accordance with the word. So you got a spirit, you got a blood, and you got a word. Can I say this to you, my brothers and sisters? 
We don't come up with these things for the fun of it. They tell me that sometimes I get too serious. I mean, how can you not get serious with these things? I wish I could laugh and laugh and laugh and fall over the place. But um, that's not, well, I don't want to laugh and fall over the place anyway. The world is too serious as it is. So the question was asked last week, how did we get here? That's a serious question. How did we get here? How did we get here means that uh, why has it become necessary for us to remind ourselves that we are family? Because things have not been as they ought to be. Let me try and answer this very quickly without uh, being rebut in a rebuttal mode. Let me read. I would like to ask that question of Cain after he had murdered Abel, his brother. The first murder that took place was between siblings, family. So we say, how did we get here? We, were, we, we have always been here. We've always been here. What was it that Cain saw that uh, get rid of him? He saw something he didn't like. Get rid of him. So he invited him. Hey, hey, bro, let's go. Let's go out. Uh, let's go and chill. Let's go and hang out, he said. He wasn't going to hang out. He was going to kill him. God comes and says, why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? For some of us, we need to be asked, why are you angry? Some of us are angry. You look at the face. You think that uh, you, you, you've put some, uh, what's it called? Uh, quinine or something in your mouth. And it shows. Why are you angry? God said, if you do well, will you not be accepted? I'm not going to go there. Where is your brother Abel? God says. And then the, the most damning of questions. What have you done? Shy. Cain would have hoped that the ground would open. What have you done? Oh! Where is your brother? What have you done? Did you think when you go back home, isn't father is going to ask you? Isn't mother going to ask you? What have you done? Yehoah, now I'm over. Mm. The human heart has never changed. Even those who profess to know Christ must keep their hearts with all vigilance, for from it flows the springs of life. Proverbs 4.23 The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? That's the human heart. And we must always guard that heart. I must guard my heart. Because something comes. How did we get here? Huh. Are you angry? Are you angry person for one reason or the other? Please go to Calvary and get rid of it quickly. Otherwise, it will land you in a very bad place. Let's go to slide uh, five. How did we get here? Matthew 13, 25. Listen, 25, uh, 24, 25. Another parable he put forth to them saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. It's like a field. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept. What does it mean by while men slept? That's a big question. I'm sure we all have our ideas about while men slept. But while men took the men, it's uh, both uh, it's generic, men and women. People took their eyes off the ball. Perhaps, perhaps success came. Perhaps something came, and before we know, we get involved in peri the periphery of things. The enemy is not stupid, so he comes, he's waiting. He's waiting. He's waiting. He's got ears at the back of it, and then he comes and sows a seed. He doesn't stay when he's sown it. He does it with law. He's gone. The man with the master... Look, did we not sow good seed? 
Don't stop praying with all the Lord is now. Don't stop praying with your prayer. God has promised and it's true. Don't stop praying. He will answer you. But we stop praying. The other day we were training something. Why do we, when we, when you and I stop praying, we do damage to the kingdom of God. I must pray. We must pray. While men slept. Christian soldier, wake up. Don't tell anybody else. Tell yourself, wake up. You know. When the alarm goes, Oh, Abraham Saki, you can do with a little bit more. Why don't you just sleep a little? Before you know, you thought you spent, spent, spent five minutes, half an hour, something like a full hour is gone. Wake up, go downstairs, and go and pray. Let's listen to some real, re really brutal truth. Listen to this, not me. This is from the scriptures. If you doubt what I've said, open your Bible and see if it's not there. 1 John 3, 15. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer. Brutal. Whoever hates his sister is a murderer. I didn't say that. John said that. If you got a Bible, would you check to see if it's there? Oh, I don't like that man. You may not like him all the The man has just told you what is written in scripture. Whoever hates, I hear no man, I hate him. You what? You hate him? Boy, boy, boy. Which kind of God are you serving? Sat down with the man there was something I hated him. I trust that you don't, those words don't come out of your mouth. You give yourself away so badly. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding him. If this does not sober you up, nothing else will do. Ask Cain. Cain harbored anger. God saw it. God said, Cain, why are you angry? Why is your countenance falling? Meanwhile, Abel had done nothing. He was going about his business. All he did was to do what was right, and God accepted it. And then brother said, big brother said, I'll get you. And I think it's fella, 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 Ransom Kuti had a song. If I don't prosper for my own life, now who calls Samboga? Say, now you call Samboga. If he had been, if he had done well, God would have accepted him. But no, no, I will get rid of my brother. But that's, is that not what we do? We are family. Let us be family. A family of friends. When the family functions as intended, there will be contentment all around. Slide seven. When working as intended by God, families experience all that is perfect and desirable. When I preached first time, I said certain words has connotation for certain people. Somebody will say, Father, oh, please don't mention that word, Father, because the father was a brute. Or mother, the mother was a brute. Fatherhood and motherhood and family are supposed to be sweet words. But for some people, it's bitter because of human experiences. But when the family in the context in which the Bible puts it, if it's functioning properly, it's ever so desirable. People crave for marriage until they get in one. Uh, they say, oh, so is this, is this what they talk about marriage? He went in and realized that the thing wasn't working. She thought it was going to be a bed of roses. But she was married to a brute. No, 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 no. Are you a brute? You say, no, that's wrong. No, a brute is somebody who beats up his wife. A brute is somebody who beats up the husband. So you turn up to, I was shown a, a video the other day, a man, a woman, altercated, and the woman was having the upper hand, gave it to him fair and square. The man said, uh, the video said, he should have been careful who, she, who he married. <laughs> if you don't, you are not stronger than her. Don't, don't pick her in the fight. In fact, don't fight at all. Fighting is bad. Fighting is bad. 
Family should foster freedom, safety, dignity, acceptance, confidence, and contentment. That's what family is all about. You walk and say, my children, when they talk, oh, where am I going home? Which home? Oh, the family home. That's why they refer to our place, the family home. They got keys. I don't have keys to their places. Oh, the family home. <laughs> Not that I want it. What am I going to do with it? I mean, they don't live in Bermondsey, for goodness sake. Everyone becomes significant in their own special way. Size and strength does not matter within the family because if you are big and strong on your my side, why should I, why should I worry? You are big. Hey, where's the big man over here? No, what's his name now? Chuku. Never mind. Some of you will look at you and say, hey, this man is big. All you have to do is stand next to him and no one's going to bother you. And some of you are small that uh, no one wants to stand next to you because... Um, no, <laughs> size and strength doesn't matter because we are part of a we are part of a whole. What matters is every member functioning as designed and intended for the mutual benefit of all. Not the word, the mutual benefit of all. I was sharing with somebody. I don't know about you. Please don't shout at us. Where I grew up, we used to eat communally. The boys sat down together and then we're eating. One plate, we sat down there. It's not, listen, some people go away primitive. It builds, it, it, it builds family. And then when they're going to eat, if there's meat or fish, one person shares the meat. And if you shared it, you pick last. Yeah. If you know you shared it properly, then it's uh, equal. That will teach you. That will teach you. But you shared it, you want to pick first. No, there's something wrong with your heart. <laughs> but make sure that uh, you don't say that, it might hit you. You know? When the family refuses to function as intended, there will be pain. When the central theme of love, care, respect, and mutual satisfaction is set aside because of one person's desire for preeminence, things will begin to fall apart. You know what I'm talking about. One person says, I'm going to be champion here. If I don't lead, it, it won't happen. If I don't leave, lead, it must fail. Talk about failing. If you ever heard of a Genghis Khan, Genghis Khan, the Mughal warlord, he said, it's not enough for you to succeed, but that everyone else must fail. Did you get that? It is not enough for you to succeed. When you succeed, everybody else must fail. Then you have, I mean, what a wicked heart. It was the same Genghis Khan. It was asked, it was, it, it was asked of him, what's your chief, what's, what's your aim in life? He said, conquer, your, conquer my enemies, seize their horses, and hear their women cry. What a wicked so-and-so. He was a wicked man. The same Genghis Khan, we were told, when he's conquered a place, he looks at him and says, listen, you must, you must have sinned against your God. That's why he's allowed me to inflict such pain on you. Dear Lord, dear Lord, dear Lord, I trust that there is no Genghis Khan in this place. There will be schism, war, friction, and fractures, and all that is evil and, 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 and death enters in. The body becomes cancerous because, one, because of one evil heart. Then the family, family becomes a prison, a place of torture, domination, oppression, witchcraft, terror, fear, etc., etc. Let me introduce you to something that I, I heard in one of our apostles' gathering. Now I find that it's everywhere. It's what is called crabology. Crab, yeah, nothing. Ology, ology is a science of being a crab, yeah? Nothing more. As uh, Lipman, the lady Lipman said, if you've got an ology, you're a scientist. It used to be one of those adverts. Let me read to you. 
Those familiar with the fishing industry know that those catching crabs do not need to put a lid on the container in which the crabs are kept. Naturally, one would think that any crab that wanted to could simply crawl over the edge and escape. But the curious nature of the crab is that instinctively those in the group reach up and pull down the ones climbing out, back into the bucket. They will not allow one another to break free, which sadly seals their collective fate. This mentality is referred to as crabology. When a crabology attitude begins to creep in, it is often accomplished by inability to genuinely rejoice with those who are rejoicing. How so true? To the contrary, rather than rejoicing with them, we are offended by their rejoicing. <laughs> it has been said that God often offends the mind to reveal the heart. This also have a chap called Tom Stewart. Crabology. I think the Ghanaians will call it PhD. Pull him down. Oh no, you don't. Where do you think you are going? Come back down here where the rest of us belong. Crabology. And it runs in the church. It runs in the family. It runs. Somebody, somebody succeeds and then the green eyes goes. Whoa. What was it that made uh, King Saul go after, after David? Okay, we can blame the women for that, can't we? It was a woman who sang uh, about that. If they hadn't sung, nothing would have happened, I think. <laughs> we can debate that to the cows come home. That is why we ought to be careful what we say in public. Oh, it was Pastor so-and-so that said. Sometimes it didn't even, it's not even Pastor so-and-so who said it. And quite often, it was got from somewhere else. Listen to this. God often offends the mind to reveal the heart. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Something is in there. It's sealed up. Until someone offends the mind. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not having it. Before the bang, bang, bang. The offensive, it all comes out. Oh, now I see. How many times did Christ not say, does this offend you? Christ was an offense. He still is an offense. It's in scripture, not me saying that. And even for those of us who say we are born again, Bible believing, Christ is still an offense. I intend to go through the Bible and pick up places where people were offended. People got offended by one thing or the other. Will this man give us his blood to drink? Come on, come on, get real, man. The younger is lifted up on the younger, but I'm the older. And that's what God does. God often offends the mind. So if God offends your mind, sit back and say, hey, why don't I like this? Is there a reason? Perhaps my heart is not right with God. Perhaps my heart is not right with God. Listen, I'm not standing here pontificating. There are things happening that upset me. And then I said to myself, after a few hours, Abraham Saki, you are not being very clever. There is nothing, you can be upset all you want, nothing is going to change anyway. They're not, they not going to change your decision. Accept it, clean your heart, and then move on. That's the way it's done. When families bless each other, sweet memories are made. I think, I don't know whether I'm a romantic, I don't know whether I'm a nostalgic, whatever it is, but let me read it to you. When families bless each other, sweet memories are made. And they blessed Rebecca and said to her, Our sister, 
May you become the mother of thousands of ten thousands, and may your descendants possess the gates of those who hate them. Genesis 24 and 60. A wife had been sought for, for Isaac. And as she was going, the women came. They came. It's so beautiful, isn't it? I don't think you can have it. Maybe I'm wrong. But I think of the village. When all the good ones have come, they all dress up properly. Hey, they come from, uh, no, don't say that. They come abroad to come and ask for And when she's going, they rise up and they bless her. Is that not wonderful? But meanwhile, some woman on the next family, they're looking at you. She's not happy. Because her rival's daughter is going to, uh, there I say it, Obodoibu, yeah? He's going after her. I hate it. I hate it. And some people will go and consult Juju people to do something about it. Is it not wonderful? For, bless them, man. Be happy for them, man. One day when they send the goose, whether second hand or new hand, you may get some. <laughs> now you know what I'm talking about. Yeah? When families bless each other. When we rejoice with another, my mind goes back. I don't, I don't, when Margaret and I got married, the, 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 the people who were around and oh, Teresa is, is dead and gone. But you got appreciated. They made us feel very, very welcome. Oh, there were one or two who were not very happy. They were trying to cut the cake. Oh boy, it would never get out of my mind. And uh, I think the way the decision to put the was, was, uh, wasn't uh, big enough. And I saw a man sat, sitting there was laughing. <laughs> Shy. You were happy. Of course, the, gate got, the cake got cut anyway. But there we are. My friends, let us rejoice with one another. Somebody comes and tell you, oh, my, 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 my son is just graduated. He got, he, got first, he got first class. Well done. If you got money in your pocket, take it and give, give, him, give, give them some. If the money is not yours, it belongs to your wife, please don't do that. Take the money back. He got first class. Praise God for that. When he walks down the road, it won't be written. He said first class. But he got first class. Let's rejoice with him. But we are incapable of doing that. God is calling us. We are, we, we, we are family. Let us be a family. And let us be a family of friends. Goodwill. Don't shout, Abraham Saki. Goodwill. I've got something good to say about you. When you say something good, do you praise it? No, no, I'm not going to acknowledge it. Not me. Makes you very sad, doesn't it? I'm very careful these days about who, what I appreciate about people because they may misunderstand me. Oh, brother, that's a lovely shirt you've got. Honorable, that's a very lovely shirt. Before I know he's going to buy one to bring to me. I didn't say buy one. I said it's very lovely. I appreciate it. That's all there is to it. Uh, who is clearing your voice over there? Okay, I like the shirt you are wearing. Yeah, thank you very much. Even though I don't know who it is, you see, this this this, this blessing that invoked was a blessing that God had put on Abraham. God has said, "Surely I will surely bless you, and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and as the sun that is on the, on the seashore, and your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies." So let me put this to you: anybody who's going to pray that prayer. Anybody who is going to wish that man well must make sure that they are always friends. Because you have prayed and said, may you possess the gaze of your enemies. You've invoked a curse or a blessing. If perchance you decide you're going to hate her, 
Well, it's called boomerang. It comes back to you. Let's move on quickly. I trust somebody is sitting. The kind of people God does not like. Somebody, hey, that is, God likes everybody. No, my friend, go and read your Bible. God doesn't like everybody. Oh. Go and read your Bible. We are all children of God. It depends on what kind of children you're thinking about. Listen to this. Proverbs 6, 16, 19. Listen carefully. These six things the Lord hates. Did you get that? These six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. There are other words. It is a word abomination. A proud look. A lying tongue. Hands that shed innocent blood. A heart that devises wicked plans. Feet that are swift in running to evil. A false witness who speaks lies and one who sows discord among brethren. And that I find very distasteful. One who sows discord among brethren. Why don't you note that scripture? I didn't make it up. It wasn't manufactured in, in, in uh, what's it called? The Bear Monty? God says, I hate this thing. How do we so discordable? We take, we hear something, we go and report it. Some of us, that's all we do. People are talking and you're standing by. Your back is turned, but you are listening. We do it. And you stand, you say, oh, look at her. Look at her. Oh, look at him. Because people control you. The fear of man is a snare. So the scripture says. And so you go and report it. Hey, have you heard? Have you heard? And yet when we see good, we refuse to report it. These six things the Lord hates. He says, I hate those things. One who sows discord. When was the last time you sowed discord among brethren? Some of us are still dealing with the lies that was told about us 10, 15 years ago. It didn't happen. You were looking for favor. You told a lie. You haven't gone back to say, I lied. Of course you lie. You didn't hear it. The kind of person God does not like. One who sows discord among brethren. In the family. What you haven't seen, you've seen. You said to your husband, you saw, I saw your wife talking to so and so. The way they were standing, their body language means there's something between them. Now you've learned to read body language. Yeah? You can't even read, uh, you can't even read simple English, but you'll be able to read body, body language. And you are a liar. Uh, some of you say, why Abraham? Why you? But listen, whoever lies is a liar. Who lies habitually is a liar. You can't call him anything else. And you've sown discord. Now the man looks at his wife and uh, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Is that child really yours? It's serious. But some of us do it. And then we cover our own and then go and reveal other people's. The kind of people God likes. Someone say, Amen. Amen. The kind of people God likes. Do you like the way I said the kind of people God likes? A Porsche accent from Burkina Faso. Amen. A song of accents of David. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon the beard running down on the, on, on the head, running down on the, on the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down on the edge of his garment. It is like the dew of Hermon 
descending among the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessings, life forevermore. Where did God command blessings? Where brethren dwell together in unity. Last week we were told by our sister how the children were going from uh, Jibi to Jibi because she was causing trouble at home. When you look at her face, you wouldn't think that she could cause trouble at home, could you? We thought butter would not melt in your mouth. People look at me and say, I am the kind of person who causes trouble. And I'm, I'm innocent. I've never had a fly in the whole world. Somebody said, ah, over there. I'll see you when the meeting is finished, yeah? That was only a joke. Thank you. But how good and how pleasant when we care about one another. It doesn't matter to me which part of Ghana you come from. Upper North, Lower North. Uh, if, if you come, well, I was going to say if you come from the sea, but no one comes from the sea. If you come to the sea, we don't want to know. But, oh, he's a Nigerian. He's a Yoruba. He's from uh, Efik. He's from, what does it matter? One head. Amen, indeed. They got one head. They got everything in their right places. And then we make trouble. Come on. You ought to feel ashamed of yourself. No apologies for that. A family of friends. Now we're coming to where I first spoke on the family of friends at your mother's um, memorial service. We're going to preach at the, at the cemetery because that was one of the most eerie, eerie, eerie things. I'm not reminded of something. We went to the cemetery. There were only four of us. Myself, Asambakwe, you and your husband, even the undertakers were standing far away because COVID was on the rampage and fear was all over the place. Those were horrible days. Aren't you glad that, um, hey, the time is gone. Aren't you glad that we got the ability to forget? A family of friends. Let us be a family, a church family who are friends with each other. Someone say, no, it cannot happen. Because if you are friends, I can't dominate you. If you are friends, I can't cheat you. If you are friends, I can't bully you. Come on, where are you going to take your bullying? Let us also be a family who are friends of God like Abraham was. Abraham, Abraham was a friend of God. Abraham, my friend. We become friends of God when we do those things that please him. Someone say amen. amen. You become a friend of God. I become a friend of God when I do those things that please him. And we are told his commandments are not grievous. It's for our, it's for our betterment. You may be a child of God because of the second birth. But are you a child who is also a friend of God? I like it. The concept of the family may have legal or imposed connotations. So I've said to you. There are blood ties. There's nothing you can do about it. If the forensics are done, DNA is done. Yeah, it's part of it. It's going to share. A friendship is a different level. It has been said that you can choose your friends, but you cannot choose your family. You can choose your friends. So who is a friend? We all have different ideas and connotations about friends. We'll come in a second. This is true for both the nuclear and Christian family. The notion of friendship takes the relationship to a different level, to one of choice, conscious choice. One is fully aware of fair weather friends. You know what King uh, Saul, what King Saul said, 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 said to, said to uh, Jonathan, you have given your, your 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 inheritance to the son of da the son of da David, the son of Jesse. Jonathan knew he had seen something. He wouldn't have it. 
before I forget it, what kind of friends are we talking about? Do you know about the story when, 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 David, when King David had run away from, Dave, uh, from um, Absalom? And they, they had run away and then they needed to send somebody into uh, Hushai. Hushai had, had volunteered to go to Absalom's camp to spy out the camp. And so uh, Hushai appears, appears in, in Jonathan's, uh, not Jonathan, uh, Absalom's camp. And he says, long live the king, long live the king. And uh, Absalom looks at him, hey, is that the way you show loyalty to your friend David? If I'd been there, I would have collapsed, as some of you would have said it. Absalom, speaking of loyalty, dear God, dear God, dear God. Absalom wasn't even loyal to his own father. He wasn't loyal to, he wasn't loyal to anybody. He was only loyal to himself. Ammon touched his sister. <laughs> he waited a while, I will get you. He waited a while, I'm going to get you. And he did get him, and then he ran. Friendship. Absalom speaks of friendship. How far does your friendship go? For some of us, everybody is a friend. We make friends and we lose them as, far, as quickly as we make them. What kind of friend are we talking about? Then the king said, Is there not still someone of the house of Saul to whom I may show the kindness of God? And Ziba said to the king, There is still a son of Jonathan who is lame in his feet. This wasn't fair with a Christian uh, friend. David knew the friendship he had with Jonathan. Jonathan is dead and gone. Saul is dead and gone. But he sees them and says, Is there still someone left that I can show to him? Brothers, sisters, what we're asking is this. I don't know how long I'm going to live. I don't know how long you're going to live. But I would like to hope that 50 years, 60 years from now, if the Lord has encouraged, someone could say, is there a family of Abraham Saki that I can show kindness to him? Is there a family of uh, Frank Oruru so I can show uh, kindness to him? Is there a family of uh, Honorable so I can show him kindness? Because something has been sown. That is the kind of friendship we are talking about. Not easy come, easy go. Now I'm going to say something, please. Miss, don't misunderstand. Someone phones me from Nigeria. I said, Pastor, what's your size? When someone phones you, what's your size? What do you think a person is going to do? They're going to get you something. And so when they come, you're waiting to see when they're going to bring it anyway. Oh dear, God is merciful. You are behaving as if you don't know what I'm talking about. But somebody asked you for that. And all that others will do is frame you up. Frame you up. I think I've got friends. I think I have got friends. Actually, I know I've got friends. How many they are, I do not know. At the close of service, I'll come and say, hey, are you a friend? Are you a friend? No, I wouldn't do that. That would be foolishness. Yeah. Let's move on quickly. Abraham, Abraham understood what Abraham, Abraham turned around and said to Lot, listen, let there be no strife between you and me. We are brethren. We are brethren. Come on. We are brethren. Come on. You see people who have traveled and come back and we welcome you back. We do welcome you back. It's a joy to see you. 
we are brethren. We come from the same father. So let's cut out the foolishness. The hatred. Hatred will not get you very far. Actually, to get you very far, hell is where it's going to get you. To get you to hell. Because hatred will turn into a murderer. Herod and Herodias did not understand family values. Let me read. For John has said to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. What abomination. It's not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. But you know something? I think that Herodias did the running in all of these things. She went after Herod. And Herod said, hey, cold chop. So he took. Meanwhile, what was Philip doing? Jesus had grace his relationship with his disciples. I'm going to finish in a second. John 15, 14 to 15. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants. For a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all things that I heard from my father I have made known to you. You're looking for a revelation? Become a friend of God. Leader, God said to us, we're going to lead by revelation. If you're going to have revelation, proper revelation, you must be a friend of God. Then he will share with you. Let me say this to you. Be careful what you share and who you should share with. Because some people you share with them, they're going to pray again. You're going to fast and pray about it that you don't succeed anyway. Are you a friend of God? I am a friend of God. We sing it. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. Are you really a friend of God? God will walk up to you and say, hey, apes, let's have a chat. You know, when you meet a real friend, you have no barriers. You don't think of what you're going to say. Uh, uh, sorry, sir, but uh, mm, uh, uh, yo, how are you doing? Let's move on. Towards being a family of friends requires a cataclysmic change of mindset. I'm going to just read that to you. You agree, disagree. I suggest that at the end of the service, look at it. And if you disagree, perhaps you come back to me with your, with your version of it. So I said this, prefer others better than ourselves. That is scriptural. Yeah. We must share in the success of others in the family or group. After all, the man from Ekiti told us that success is sweeter together. Weep with those who weep and laugh with those who laugh. Don't laugh at people. Only a devil laughs at people. Only the devil laughs at people. And you find yourself laughing at somebody. As happened at my wedding day. I thought, oh, go my show. God Almighty. We must not forget the concept of, you are flesh of my flesh and bone of my bones. Mr. Mrs., when was the last time you said that to each other? We're going to be re rededicating our marriages pretty soon. And when we rededicate our marriages, it's not because the marriage is in trouble. Some people say, oh, because the marriage is in trouble. That's a, no, that's a lie from hell. You rededicate your marriage because you love her so. And I love you so. You love the person so. I want, to, I want to renew my vows. We are not competitors. Turn the person next to you and smile and say, we are not competitors. Dr. Jolie, we are not competitors. You may come from some faraway place. I come from Bemosi. We are still not competitors. No, we're working together. Brother Fisher, we're not, com we're not competitors. What are, we, what are we competing about? There's enough for everybody, man. Oh, just pick yours. When you have picked yours, uh, the quantity will not have diminished anyway. We compliment and compliment each other. Two compliments. One, one, one is a makeup. And I say, you, you, you look good. Hey, when you see somebody looking good, tell them they look good. 
Yeah? And a woman, if someone says you look good, it's not because they've got evil ideas. Yeah? It's not because you're looking good, looking good. But hey, don't tell them you're looking good, I beg. You might just find yourself on the ground. We must find value in each other. No one person has it all. We must understand that the force, power, and effect we bring as a family is many times more powerful than the sum total of our individual parts. It's called synergy. All that, excuse me, all that we do must be for the benefit of the family. Let me just say before I forget, you don't see some of our pastors over here. For reasons I will not go into, they cannot be here. Three athletes, three of them said they cannot be here. And uh, the others, I do not know, but... Um, just take it out as that. If they could, they would have been here. Some of us had to come because we had to preach. Can you imagine me phoning and say to, who am I going to say to? Uh, I don't know. One of them say, you got to preach. That's wickedness. This morning, I decided to come. You're going to preach. I wouldn't have put them. I will have to come, whether I like it or not. We must adopt the motto that says, one for all and all for one. We must intentionally acquire the mindset that says, I am incomplete without you. So some of our, the badges of, our, of a family, badges of a family of friends. How do, you, how do you like the phrase family of friends? I ask a question. Do you like it? Ask the person next to you. Why didn't you answer the, the, uh, the handsome man? Ask them why didn't you answer me? I'll stand at the door if they didn't answer 20 pounds each. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming to my pension very soon. I need to augment my, my pension port. Now, now, now. We have been used to Philippians 4, 6, and 7. But you know there's an eighth. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on this. If you are thinking about it, it's not good. Say, sorry, Abraham Saki, cut it out. Wow. I've tried to commit this to memory. And because there are so many versions, sometimes this one can't serve. But whatever it is, I can, I can remember all six or seven uh, qualities. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true. If it's not true, don't repeat it. Come on. Have some pride in yourself. Otherwise, you're a, per a purveyor of lies. Whatever things are noble, nobility. Whatever things are just. Whatever things are pure. And we're not talking of pure water, but pure gold. Whatever things are lovely. Whatever things are of good report. When they report it, who told you? Oh, it's Elder Collar. Oh, Elder Collar, why have you done this now? Should have conked you on the head harder when you were small. Then you wouldn't do that. If there is any virtue... And if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Would you stand with me, please? Thank you for listening to God's Word. We are the Apostolic Church All Nation Centre in Kennington, London. Find us at Tyus Terrace, Kennington, London, SE11 5LY. Our telephone number is 0207-820-9917. On the web, we are at www.apostolic dash anc.org All Nation Center, reaching out to you in practical and caring ways.